What's Up Wenatchee is brought to you in part by Homegrown with Brent and Nikki, the new morning show that's heard Monday through Friday from 6 to 10 Pacific Standard Time on Country 1047 KKRV. Homegrown with Brent and Nikki can be heard locally in the Wenatchee Valley at 1047 FM, online at KKRV.com, or through the Odyssey app. In preparation for Homegrown's launch, Brent and Nikki are asking those in the local community to register to be a homegrown influencer. Local people, organizations, or businesses that will act as the show's go-to specialists in their chosen area. To register yourself, your organization, or your business to be a homegrown influencer, visit kkrv.com. So I don't even really know where to start with the Women's Service League of North Central Washington. I have such a love for them, and I feel such a kinship with the women who volunteer their time for this organization. I've been working with them since they were still the Junior Service League of North Central Washington. Maybe just the Junior Service League. Yeah, I think that was it. And I've seen now three or four different sitting presidents. And they have such a wonderful job of nurturing their talent and nurturing their volunteers and valuing everybody that gives their time. And what the Women's Service League of North Central Washington really is, is an umbrella organization that takes in donations, takes in funds, and then other nonprofits, local nonprofits, can apply for grant money. Then the Women's Service League gives out that grant money every year, upwards lately of $50,000 a year. And then in 2019, when, when all the COVID restrictions were coming down, it was right on the precipice of my girlfriend's closet and they had to shut it down make a last minute decision and I remember that so the fact that my girlfriend's closet is back they are able to open their doors up again have this wonderful event where they take the donations in and then can make a profit off of these new or gently used women's clothing and then use that money to go directly into our community in areas that need it is really really special and I got to sit down with two of my favorite people ever Callie Klein Corey Bautista plus I met Sue who is a new friend now and reflect on how far Women's Service League and My Girlfriend's Closet has come and how good it feels to be back (laughs) Callie Klein I am the 20 holy crap what am I I'm the 20 (laughs) 21, yeah. Okay, Callie Klein, 2021-22 president of Women's Service League of NCW. (laughs) You're going to be the president forever. Forever. (laughs) I've been forever. (laughs) I think I may be the longest standing president in history right now. (laughs) Sue? Hi, I'm Sue Epic, and I've been a member for five years of the Women's Service League. Right now, I am the membership chairman and also the chair for My Girlfriend's Closet. I am Corey Bautista. I'm past president. I've been with the organization since 2008 when we started. And what did you do when we first when you first started? You were just a volunteer and kind of did yep. other things? When the group started back in 2008, it was a, a smaller group of women who you know, we're looking to help those in the community. Uh, our first event was the diaper drive in 2008. Later in the next year, uh, somebody came up with the idea to collect new, gently used designer type items, merchandise them, and sell them. So when this event started way back when, there were only a few racks. I, our first event was actually where Bella Sarah is. 
and it just we had some racks on a wall and a couple rolling racks in the middle and there was a party and that's kind of how it started i think it was a few years ago where you guys had was it your 10 year mm-hmm. anniversary and you had all the pictures up it was my girlfriend's closet through the years that was through really the ages. cool through the ages <laughs> it was really cool to see that see that how it has grown so much and now i have been working with you guys or alongside of the organization for well, like four or five years now i guess four yeah, years right about there. at least and just in that time it has blossomed exponentially so to tell me that it was just a couple of racks like in the beginning i'm like no <laughs> and like way. one night no yeah. one, and i can't one night. even imagine that now yeah. like to the point where it has gotten now that we're taking up the majority of well a good half of the concourse at town toyota center we are now in a sports arena we <laughs> yeah <laughs> we you, have are. Grown. you are just to think back of and i wasn't a member back then but just to think about the fact that it started out so small and has grown every single year it has just and it's, it's amazing. It started with only a handful of people clearing out closets, members clearing out their closets. It wasn't until later that we started collecting from the community. After that first year, it was in the basement of Davis Furniture for a couple years. So you went downstairs and there was, you know, there were some dressing rooms, just a couple racks, and it was a party. We were open a couple days. Then it migrated to where the bike shop is. Uh, on the corner of First and Wenatchee Avenue. Mm-hmm. And then we migrated to a place in East Wenatchee. And then we were over where Earthwise Pets and the Tanning Salon are now. That was we maybe were there four for or five years, years I yeah. want to say. And then we ended up in the what we all call the old Hastings building. So if you were, have been in Wenatchee a long time, uh, you will remember Hastings was in that building. So we moved there, and that was a great location for us until COVID struck. Right. And even when you were in the Hastings building, and Sue and I were talking about this, you were able to expand. It was a much larger space. But you still had the stock, the back stock. Is that what you called it? Yes. The back stock. So not everything was able to be, all. not all of the clothes and stock and shoes and purses and bras and everything that you have were out all at the same time but as things sold off the racks you were restocking right right and that's in the haste the old hastings building yeah which is a really big room it's huge right and it it was just an open blank slate i mean it was you know it's empty. It's not like Hastings anymore with the, the racks and the walls and the partitions or anything. It was just you walk in and you hear your echo. We were growing there, too. I mean, granted, we were working around some of the hospital's things, you know, because they used it for storage, too. So we were trying to, you know, work around their space. But it's always been growing. And I can imagine that every single one of those milestones has been a bit overwhelming. Yeah, that's a good... <laughs> overwhelming is a good way to put it we we constantly have conversations about just not knowing where it's going to go next because that's that's one of the other big things is so women's service league of ncw is a nonprofit. we don't have a physical location other than a p.o box and a couple of storage units and so every year that we do this we have to kind of take over a space and typically three months we start in january and we have the event in March, and yeah. then we have prom dress giveaway the next week. So the event space has needed to be bigger each year. And now to try to find the space that will house us and for all of our months. equipment for three months 
is becoming much more difficult. But you keep doing it. You keep finding a space. You keep working with another place, and you keep growing. So I don't know where you're going to go next, honestly. <laughs> Neither do we. Yeah. It's exciting. I actually came up with an idea today that I'll share with the group later on, but it may work out. We have to... I just feel like we have to continue on because yeah. the money that we yeah. bring in goes to such amazing organizations and the scholarships that we give out, I just feel like it would be it would be heartbreaking not to be able to hold this event. Well, yeah. let's talk about that. That's I mean, that's a, that's why we're here and that's what we're that is the crux of my girlfriend's closet and the purpose of it. That is why I love Women's Service League because of what you do and the work that you do and why you do it. The you know that TED talk where they go, you know, find your why. Your why is so important and it needs to be supported 150%, even more if it's possible. What you do, let me not explain it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what? Let's Callie explain it because Callie, you are the current sitting president Correct. And, and this is your why right now. So I'll let you explain it. So this is, yeah, this, I mean, this is not just my why. This is the why of every member that is part of this organization and all of the women of the community that hear about us. This is their why. This is why they want to join. This is why they want to be part of it. This event, um, even though it wasn't our first event, um, it's definitely our largest event, but this event is the one that raises the money for us to do every other single thing we do throughout the community. So this event, Corey, you're usually better with the numbers than I am. The last year we had it was 2019. We raised roughly $80,000. I remember that. And we put 58, 55.5, 55.5 back into the community through grants. So that's things like Lighthouse Ministry, Great Grace House, um, Haven of Hope, Wenatchee Valley College, Brave Warrior Project, Serve Wenatchee, The Y, Teams. I mean, it, it, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. And every year people can apply and we give out those funds. That's the first thing we do with the, the funds is we bring them in, we send them right back out. And then from there, we also use that for any standing costs we have. Like I said, our only physical items are like our PO box. We have to have insurance. We have our storage unit, that kind of stuff. So very minimal cost there. And then it funds our other programs like prom dress giveaway, like touch a truck, diaper drive. We use it for that too. Corey and I had a conversation when COVID hit. And I don't know if you remember, Nikki, but the night that we were supposed to have the VIP party for my girlfriend's closet was the day that all heck broke loose with COVID. Oh, I remember, because I was supposed to be there. Yeah, mm -hmm. and having to make that call, we were on the phone with the health department and the hospital and talking to each other and talking to the board members and pulling in Sue and, and things like that and saying, okay, we've got we've to make the call. We've got to do the right thing, but dang it. The idea of not being able to bring those funds in to mm -hmm. be able to get them back out to the community, that was soul crushing because we know that's, that's the whole reason that we break our backs to bring in the racks and exactly. to load the clothes and to sell the shoes and everything else. I mean, that's that's the whole purpose of, of, of it. That's, that's our why is because we are so ingrained in this membership 
to give back to the community in every possible way that we can. And what makes it even more heart-wrenching is that we almost didn't know it at the time, but we were at the beginning of a time where those organizations that were taking in your funds really needed it. Yeah. Right? The Sages and the Lighthouse Ministries, all of those were going to be stretched to their max. Oh, absolutely. For the next year and a half and to the current day. Yeah. Yeah. It's still going on. The The impact is still going on. I mean, just recently we got to finally hold a diaper drive, which we hadn't done in quite a while. And same thing, just reaching out to those organizations that we typically take those diapers to and just hearing them, you know, being so grateful that we're getting to replenish their stock again. And it was smaller. Um, we were only at two locations this year, but you know what? By golly, we did it and mm -hmm. we had members there and we collected quite a bit considering it was just the two locations. And it felt so good. It was, it was funny again, just the messages going back and forth and stuff. And you know what? It wasn't as big as it was once before, but it will get there again. But if nothing else, it just felt so good and filled our hearts and knowing that we were back mm -hmm. because we're such an event-based organization that COVID shut us down. Right. I mean, you know, thankfully we're, we're not needing the support of others to keep going. We didn't risk losing a roof or anything like that, but we were shut down. Our members couldn't meet. We couldn't do our events. We couldn't raise funds. It what was, do you do? Yeah. yeah. It was so hard, but to, to be back at it and to be here this weekend, putting the store back together, it just, as sore as I am still today, <laughs> it was great to be back and getting it all put together. And I know personally for me in the past, gosh, couple of years, my life has been completely changed. And the last time I worked with all of you on Diaper Drive, I didn't have a baby. Yeah. Right? It still was really important to me. And I, I have been educated through the Women's Service League on why it's important our own community and its need for these services, these diapers, wipes, formula, and how much of a need it is for the for the women and the single moms and the in the families in this town. And then now, as a mom, I'm like, whoa, yeah, whoa. <laughs> Puts a whole new could, light on if it. If <laughs> I could not afford this, if I could not provide this for my child, I would be devastated yeah. everybody looking at it i think when people stop and donate everybody gets that sense but yeah when you're a parent it it takes a whole new a whole new look everything I mean, takes a whole new my, look my daughter's 25 and i still think of back then how much diapers were and and young mom and yeah yeah it's just it's crazy. But they, don't, again, they don't get any cheaper, Callie. They, they do. Well, <laughs> they don't. They, don't. We, they definitely get much more We consider expensive. cloth diapers at least once a week. <laughs> and I go, no, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. We're not doing it. <laughs> so, Sue, I want to come over to you and talk to you a little bit. Because being the chairperson for My Girlfriend's Closet has to have been quite a responsibility to take on. What, what were your thoughts going into it? Even last year, we kind of talked about coming in to a bigger space and that kind of be overwhelming. And now even coming into a, a larger space, how did you feel about it? I became a member and the next year they volunteered me to become chairman. And I had no idea what I was doing. The greatest thing about Women's Service League is that nobody lets you fail. So with everybody 
working together, we have been able to do a tremendous amount. Each time I think that there's no way we're going to be able to do this, I'm proven wrong. Saturday and the move and the move into Town Toyota Center again shows me that our organization can do amazing things. We've been struggling to find people to help and all of a sudden Saturday it was like people came out of the woodwork mm. to help. We got moved out of Hastings Building into Town Toyota Center and this place was set up by four o'clock in the afternoon with almost all of the clothes back on the racks and hung up which when you see this building you will know what a huge huge accomplishment that is there have been so many times i've looked at what our organization does and it just overwhelms me but i love it and i feel like we're doing something that's so worthwhile. Mm -hmm. Well, tell me about your, tell me about the crew that, that helped, like how many people were over at the old Hastings building, how many people were over here? We had over 40 people show up. And I think that other people showed up that I wasn't expecting because when I looked around, it looked like a whole lot more than 40 people. Um, we started off at Hastings, we had four or five, maybe six trailers. We showed up with all the trailers and it was as if everybody knew exactly what they were supposed to do because we got the trailers loaded and shipped and they just kept coming and we just kept loading. And my sister drove one of the trucks with the trailers and she said, I would pull up and people would pile out of Town Toyota Center and unload my truck and I would have it unloaded before I practically got out of my car. Wow. <laughs> and. My husband was also driving a trailer and he said the same thing. He was said it was amazing the amount of people that we had helping. Very well-oiled machine it sounds like. It was. It was really well done. The crew we had two weeks prior that helped organize Hastings to get it ready for the move, that was invaluable. To have all the clothes packaged and ready to be moved was a real key on getting things out of there. Yeah, because keep in mind, back in March of 2020, we had the store ready to go. Mm -hmm. And then it just froze in time. So we still had clothes on the racks. We still had everything ready to go. I mean, we could have opened the door at any moment. So we had to undo a lot of that to be able to move it. So, I mean, that, that part of it is just... It's not like we too. live in like Star Trek where you can just transport no, everything. Exactly. That would have been amazing. <laughs> Beat me up, Scotty. There were many of the women that to the wanted to be Center. bewitched and just wiggle their nose and <laughs> have it sent over. But our, it was broken. They didn't it, it wasn't The nose was broken. Yes. yes. <laughs> but everything is very well organized. I mean, they're going to see it when they walk in. If nobody's ever been to my girlfriend's closet before, I mean, what do they expect when they walk in the door? You can expect to feel like you're in a department store. It is beautifully organized. The clothes are in not only sizes, but in type. You've got the long sleeve shirts, the short sleeve shirts, the swimming suits. Everything is organized very, very well. We've got a jewelry section, the shoes section. We've got coats and scarves and hats. Enough jeans for anybody. <laughs> and then some. And then some. We've got sizes from zero up to the plus sizes, 4, 4X, mm -hmm. and everything in between. You have 
evening type wear down to your jeans with the holes in them. So we've Athletic got- Athletic wear, I mean everything, mm -hmm. ev truly everything. I, the thing I love about this is that the people who donate their new or gently used items, they, they do it with absolutely nothing in return. Maybe a, a tax exemption, <laughs> if anything, <laughs> but nothing, you know, except the feeling of being able to do something for, for, their, for their community. And on the flip side of that, when you make the funds back and you're giving these grants out to these organizations, all, every single one that you named are local organizations. They go back right to our own community. Yeah. And I think that, I know that we said that already, but I think it really needs to be emphasized. You know, this, this podcast is called What's Up Wenatchee's. This is the important part to say that the Y and Teams and Sage and Serve Wenatchee Valley are, these are all organizations that are helping the women, the children, the homeless, the veterans, the whoever in our community that actually really do need it. And there are people who really do need it, whether they're in your face or not. You might not see them walking around or you might not be in a place in a town where you know that the that this need is there but it is there right I mean, absolutely and if they're not if our own people aren't going to take care of them who who is right well i think we also have a reputation now for really um valuing people's donations people know that when they donate to us uh their donations will go to meet people's needs, help organizations through sales, but then the other special part is that we are also meeting immediate needs during the free shop. So we do the free shop from nine to one on Sunday. That's why we open from one to three to the public because we do invite women from these organizations to come down and actually shop for free. We give them a budget, our members help them put together outfits, some may be looking for jobs, some may need just, you know, clothes to wear new clothes new jeans a winter coat, clothes yeah winter clothes so we are actually through people's donations meeting people's needs immediately during the actual event so people know that we respect people's donations we make sure that they go to help people they sell to help people and there's a lot of people who have really beautiful nice things in Wenatchee that don't want to give to other nonprofit resale places or mm -hmm. a garage sale for 25 cents. They want to know that, okay, I used this, you know, Kate Spade bag for so many years. It's still in good shape. I want to donate it. They know that somebody coming to Girlfriend's Closet is mm -hmm. going to look at that and say, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Pay and the money goes back. Um, it's it, not going to a CEO's pocket or right. a bonus it's, right it's yeah. going to help other people and so people over the years we've grown because we have that reputation where we do respect everybody's donations and they do go to directly helping people and so that's really why people want to give us all of their stuff you know and it's not just things from a garage sale or things from other you know places where people go to to, to get clothes for less price or lower prices uh, we do have things merchandised in designer sections You'll find a lot of name brands out there with, you know, designer jeans or Chico's or Cabby or some of these other brands that, you know, you pay $100 for a pair of jeans or something at another store, you know, and, and people have them here because it's, you know, it's the gift that, you know, gives on. Mm -hmm. So I think that that really makes us unique in what we're doing here. Giving back to the community, people and donating feel like they're giving back to the community. 
And let's face it, they clear out their closet and they come down here and shop. So, right? So it just <laughs> I uh, cycles uh, and raising my hand right now. Yes, and cycles of course. again. So I think that's really what makes Girlfriend's Closet Women's Service League super special is because we do involve the community in the giving back process through the donations. Well, and I don't think people understand how intentional we are every step of the way, even as we're going through the sorting and hanging of the clothes and things like that. If there's things that we can't put out on the floor, they have holes or stains or those kinds of things. We work with the schools, the local schools, Wenatchee High School. Wenatchee High School Band. They come and pick up anything that we can't put out on the floor and they in turn take it to their textile vendor and then it gets recycled there so it's not just being thrown away and then the band gets the funds for that for uniforms and instruments so i had no idea yeah, a lot of people don't but we are so intentional every single step of the way to be respectful of what people donate to us because it means so much but to also make sure that anything we can do to help the community we're going to do mm -hmm. and it's actually become a, a kind of a badge of honor almost you know how you say oh that's a cute coat where did you get it there are <laughs> many many closet. times that you talk to people in town and they say i got this a girlfriend's closet mm -hmm. and people are yeah. very proud to say that very excited to say that and then if somebody hasn't gone to girlfriend's closet then they get to tell about girlfriend's closet i can tell you i've done that a few times i i got a girlfriend's closet with the tags on it yeah <laughs> brand new exactly <laughs> so jackpot yeah right total jackpot <laughs> and i've donated a lot to girlfriend's closet as well tell me is there any covid restrictions or policies in place that people should know about when they get here just so we, for we are indoors mm -hmm. masks are required uh, that follows the Washington State guidelines of anything indoors at any other stores that you would be shopping at. We really want to make this a safe environment. There are no dressing rooms. Uh, that's another thing that's new this year. We want you to come and shop and enjoy yourselves, but it's for donations. Yeah. <laughs> if it doesn't fit, bring it back you next can year. Donate, back, donate, <laughs> donate it back, back. And give it to a friend. There you so go. There are no, there are no dressing rooms. Uh, masks are required. We do have hand sanitizer around. You know, same same rules as the state has been requiring. Uh, this is a big, spacious building, mm -hmm. so I think that we should be in good shape. And there are a lot larger events that have happened prior to us having this here, so I think we should be good. So we just ask people to um, you know respect the rules and you know and everybody's safety, and we really want to pull this off. People are excited, excited to be here and excited to be a part of this. And you're not the only one that wants to see it be successful. Everybody wants to see it come back and be successful and, and help the community for sure. As far as the rest of the year, what can we see from the Women's Service League? Are you planning on having the rest of your events? So typically, we'd kind of be winding down a little bit over the holidays, and then we would typically have this event in March. So I don't anticipate doing that. Stay tuned for more. But we do have some other ones. Um, I just found out from the Kiwanis they're going to be doing their Coats for Kids event that they do every year. They're bringing that back. So we'll have some members there helping with that. Um, and I would venture to say we'll have prom dress giveaway again, you know, whatever form that takes. I think they even had prom outside last year. So mm -hmm. We still have like a thousand prom dresses. <laughs> so, oh yeah. wow! Oh yeah! Oh, so we'll dear. figure out a way to make that happen. What month does prom dress giveaway usually happen? Uh, typically March or April. Yeah, yeah, end of March, beginning of April. We used to do it right after Girlfriend's Closet at the old Hastings building because yeah. we had the racks up. We just 
sell-all girlfriend's closet and as on the last day as things were selling out we'd be hanging prom dresses and getting ready to go so uh, we'll see what that looks like this year but I would assuming that you know the world can carry on with prom and those sorts of things that we would have that we actually were able to give away prom dresses this year. The high school came and got the dresses, took them to the high school, set them up, and gave them away to the girls who needed them. Oh, nice. So, so it's it's a lot of <laughs> the word of 2020, right? Pivoting. Right. Um, it's a lot of pivot, pivoting. It's, it's trying to figure out ways to still meet the needs in any capacity we can. So that's a perfect example. You know, still trying to make sure that prom dresses can get to those that need it, that can go to prom, that have prom. So yeah, we'll we'll figure out all these things. Corey sent me some stuff a couple weeks ago about a, a touch a truck event in a community where they just kind of revamped it. So the kids weren't necessarily um, on the trucks, but you like drove through the trucks. So, you know, we might try to look at something like that for touch a truck, because that's usually our our last event of the of our mm -hmm. year in, in May. May. Yeah, is is that so? And that's a really well loved event that kids yeah. really love. And last, I want to keep wanting to say last year, but we lost a year of our lives. Yeah, <laughs> 2019, we actually had it at the, at the college for the first time, and that was that was spectacular. spectacular. It yeah. was amazing. And but you know, with COVID, touching and group events don't go to an event <laughs> with the word touch in the title, right? Yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll probably work on trying to figure out some capacity of being able to do that. We're just excited to be able to start doing anything at sure, this point. So sure. anything we can do to, to bring some of those back and, and figure it out, it's it's a win. So We're an adaptable group, as, as you can see. I love it. I love prom dress giveaway. I love this. I love all your events. I've had Callie sew me into more than one prom dress. <laughs> oh so. my gosh, that's true, I did. <laughs> that's how I met Nikki, was exactly. sewing her. You even had prom dress. at one point, yes. prom dress giveaway. Prom dress giveaway, I had a, a nice long-haired wig. Yeah. I still have that wig, by the way, so there I pull go. it out every now and then <laughs> when I want to. So I, I owe a lot to you guys, for sure, and I, I give you all of my support in anything that you do in any way that I possibly can. Callie, I wanted to circle back around because you said you, know, you are an event-based organization organization. Mm -hmm. Are you going to try and do any kind of hybrid thing or, or or if people are not wanting to come out, how can they support the Women's Service League virtually? You know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that looks like right now for the okay. organization, organization, honestly. I think that, you know, I mean, we, we have a website and all that, but we're fairly low tech on it because we are just a... Just drive show by up, get it with done. a check and just crumple there it and throw go. it. There you go. Throw money at us. That's what you do. At, at the Town Toyota Center during the event. No. <laughs> you know, there's there's going to be things that come up. If, if you are at a place where you can't come down and shop for my girlfriend's closet, we totally understand that. We have members that can't participate because their health is not where it needs to be or those kinds of things and we we absolutely get that watch for our other events we're gonna do another diaper drive I think we talked to Walmart while we were there and they would love to host us to do like a part two this year just to be able to do more so you know it might be that and stop by and do a donation or drop off some diapers you're gonna start seeing us in the community more and more so just watch or things that you can do and participate. After we get through this and have space again, there'll be donating clothes again for the, the future My Girlfriend's Closets. Um, Heidi Huddle, who's one of our members, she's been a member forever, she has the Allstate insurance, mm -hmm. and 
they've been great with being able to take donations and I've talked to her the other day and it's just weird for them to not have people stopping by donating so we'll get we'll get back to all of that it's just you know taking a little time to get us back to where we need to be to to be to full strength but well and the second we say we're taking donations I have a feeling it would be a mountain of donations not one day goes by when somebody doesn't tell me Corey when can I drop off I've got all the stuff at my house that I'm wanting to give away, and I just feel like it would be I have huge. a friend that was like, I've got to get rid of some clothes. I'm like, bring them to my garage, so I'll be the first one to donate. Is <laughs> stuff sitting there already. My husband would like his garage back. Sure, sure. Well, and there, you know, if you do come down and shop, you can always round up, like we like to say. Donate an extra dollar, donate, you know, two dollars, you know, whatever the case have you. And a lot of people want to do that even... You know, even if we don't even ask. So yeah, sure. there's all sorts of ways to donate. Sue, what's next for you? Are you going to slip into Cali's spot next? I don't have any plans to become president. <laughs> no. I like this kind of position where I'm organizing something, working, keeping my hands busy. I like to be busy. So... Well, the organization's very lucky to have you, I can tell. <laughs> and it's been a pleasure to sit down. Thank you so much for taking the time to, to spend with me and, and talk to me about this. And is there anything that we missed that you wanted to add? Just come down, shop. We'll be here Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Check out our uh, Women's Service League uh, Facebook. You'll see the hours on there. Check out our website. There's signs up. So, yeah, just come by and, and shop, shop, shop. I want to let people know that the entrance to my girlfriend's closet will be on the north side of the building. So not the main parking lot at Town Toyota Center, but the back parking lot, which they call the VIP parking lot. That's the parking lot you want to park in. And you'll enter in the VIP door, which is the far west door of that side of the building. Um, so that's where you want to be. It's less walking. You don't have to walk all the way across the parking lot. It'll be good access, and there is wheelchair access. So we'll see you then on Friday or Saturday or Sunday. See, that's why she gets paid the big bucks. I'm telling you, that's why we <laughs> keep her around. What's Up Wenatchee is produced as a collaboration between the Darling Productions Podcast Network and Hightower Digital Media. To see all of the Darling Productions podcasts, visit darlingpodcast.com or search for them wherever you download your podcasts.